You're listening to Say So Collective by Shay, Amina, and Yvette. Here you'll get honest conversation about life, career, and everything in between from your favorite millennial influencers. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking about something juicy. So make sure to grab a snack, grab some tea, grab some coffee. Have you guys had coffee yet today? Because I haven't. No, I was no. I was gonna stop and <laughs> big mistake. The way time works against me, I'm like, wow, I, wow. So no, <laughs> me neither. All right, well we're gonna we're just, gonna just go. try our best. Yep, <laughs> wake ourselves up. This All conversation right. should do that. Yes, we are going <laughs> to be talking about relationships and how we feel about ultimatums. Mm. I really like this one because ultimatums are something that have been a little bit more of like a hot topic, even though that show came out a little while ago. I definitely avoided it and then I binged it and it was chaotic, spicy, (laughs) (laughs) very chaotic. But also I was like, I don't hate that. No, People are just trying to, you know, find different ways to get what they want. But I think it like definitely raised some some other things that we're going to dive into about relationships because we as the collective are all in different places in our relationships more or less and we all have kind of a different POV. So yeah, we're just, just going to talk about it. I like that. <laughs> I, I had something else to say. It has nothing to do with relationships. Oh, what you want to say? Cool. I know, but I want to tell y'all because I got really excited about it. It was a Shay recommendation, but I used the Oral B toothbrush today. <laughs> I got a new Were toothbrush. you using a manual toothbrush before? Okay, let me give you all the back too, real fast. <laughs> yes, I was. But How I cute. had like the electric toothbrush for a while. And then I went to a dentist. I don't know when this was. The year he was like, you don't need that toothbrush. The regular ones work just fine. You're overdoing it. And I was like, okay. Went back to the basics because they were cheap. And then... Now I'm like, I feel basic when I pull out my manual toothbrush. Like I was on vacation. Everybody had their cute little electric. And then Shay has the Oral-B and I kept seeing ads for it. Shout out to Instagram. So they were really trying to get you back. Yeah. Yeah. I was influenced. I kept seeing it. And then I did it because I had a gift card at Amazon. I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and be an adult. And I will say it was better. I felt like my teeth feel cleaner. Yeah. When I go back to manual, because I've been doing electric for a little while Mm -hmm. and it feels like, what in the caveman? What what was I doing? (laughs) Hard labor. Meanwhile, it's so normal. But it doesn't (laughs) Whatever toothbrush you use. It is. Because when I went to the dentist the last time, the lady, first of all, I was like, girl, you're telling me a whole lot of information right now. But she was saying that, she was like, oh, do you use like a soft bristle toothbrush? And I'm like- what? I was like, no, I used Oral-B, girl, the IO, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, okay, well, maybe you could, you know, also use the soft bristle wood. Like, she literally gave me a whole packet take to take easy. home. And so I was like, okay, so what is it? Because the last time I came, y'all told me to use, you are like, oh, use a better electric toothbrush. Because I was using one, and now I'm using the better one. And now you're telling me, oh, maybe you should try the manual toothbrush. I'm like, so what is it? <laughs> I feel like I'm getting fed different information. I will say, the manual... Like the soft bristle toothbrush, it is very soft. And she said it's good to get like in your gums a little more versus like the electric one is obviously for your teeth. But if you want like good gum health, then the manual one 
kind of does a better job of that. And so I was like, okay, I'll do both. You know, I'll do my electric, then I'll do my manual. But manual is oh, boring. I'm sorry. It's too much. That's a lot. <laughs> so that's the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Go get yourself an orbital. <laughs> sorry, I just thought about I was like, wow, well, I want to share that with you guys. Oh, I'm glad I influenced you. <laughs> you did. Thanks, Shay. You're welcome. Do it again. <laughs> both of their teeth are shining. But shining teeth right? in me. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. Um, speaking of relationships, now I feel like Rodney's going to be like, "Can I have a um, oral toothbrush?" <laughs> I mean, I actually gifted Row one. I See, got I him do the that, black oral one. It's a, it's a good one. gift, but yeah. I feel like, like you know when you give it was somebody like, stuff like that, they're like, but it was a random gift. It wasn't for like Christmas. It was. I was just like, I like my toothbrush. Oh my do you want one? He was like, Sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll do that because I was I'm, at Target and I was like, Oh, they have a black one. He would use that. Yeah, it looks manly. That's the one I got. Dang, that's the one I got too. Which one? Which one you got? No, I I have a pink one from a brand called Brush. Oh, Oh. excuse me. I did not buy it. Skirskelly. Okay, well I got a black one, manly over here. (laughs) No, it's uh, I should say unisex. Unisex. We love black. Gender neutral. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's get to the episode. So relationships, as we talked about in our 30s episode, we're all in different seasons of the relationship dating scenario. So I am engaged. I got engaged at the beginning of this year. So it's been about six months. I have not a lot of feedback to give on planning. So don't ask. (laughs) (laughs) take your time that's the advice i got and i'm running with it for now and then where? oh yeah i am in a relationship we've been together for four years and i am not engaged glad there's not a video component (laughs) for this and Uh, i am single (laughs) dating dating? single are you single yeah. and not welcoming? Single and welcoming? I see. Single and welcoming, but not dating. Mm. Not like actively dating. Yeah, I yeah. haven't been actively dating. Okay. Single and welcoming. Love. Period. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a good question, though. I feel like you have to ask people. Are you? Oh, that's true. Are yeah, because sometimes like... I have definitely had a season of like just being single and I'm like, I am not looking. I'm not looking for love. I'm working on myself. I'm on my self-love journey. And it's usually in that point where you've kind of like blocked it off where love comes knocking. Yeah. Which is actually what happened. That's also very true. You're like, I'm not looking. Yeah. It's me, me, me. And then he'd be like, hey. Yeah. But of course, obviously, (laughs) there's times where you are doing that and you feel like you've done the work that you need to do. And you're like, oh, okay, where are they at? That's also true. (laughs) Yes. She's like, that is is also very true. I mean, I think I've been through all like phases of that single, not looking, working on myself. I wouldn't say really working on myself, but mainly try to get myself back to square one after losing my mom and then single. It was like, okay, I'm. Not really looking, but people love to say that. Like, it always come when you're not looking. I'm like, well, I haven't really been looking. And your girl is still very <laughs> so much single. We, so we should start looking. At this point now, it's like, a, okay, single and looking. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. On the yeah. dating apps? Yeah, yes, I unfortunately. Like 
Highly would not recommend. I'm sorry. <laughs> Highly would not recommend. That was a which, recommend. which apps have you had more luck with than others? Zero. Okay. <laughs> Dang. Zero? Yes. So I'm Zero. not going to put anybody out there because that I don't have permission to, but the apps that I have heard, if you are single and looking, that seem to be at least like decent for getting some, you know, things rolling is Hinge and Bumble seem to be ones that are a, a, a little better for some people than others. Yeah. I but, mean, yeah. Mm. I feel like I hear more from Hinge than yeah. Bumble now. In the beginning, it was like mm. heavy on the Bumble now. I, I kind of hear like Oh, Hinge but what was the one that we heard on Raya? Thursday? No. Oh. We're not uh, using names. What did she say? Was it, was it? It was one I never heard of. Plenty of Fish? No. Oof. Was no, it? it wasn't plenty. Dang, what? No, There's it wasn't. Plenty of fish. No, it was one of those that okay, actually is like a thoughtful one. Yeah. The Dang. League. No. Not the League. It was in the realm of like the one of the OG ones, not eHarmony, but. But around that time. Oh. Oh. Dang. Was it Christian Mingle? No, it wasn't Christian Mingle. <laughs> so I also whoa. heard one that's called Chocolate Singles. Oh my God. <laughs> They have like black people meet. Oh yeah, I've heard about that one. Black people meet. Mm. Wow, this is overwhelming. I'm not even like just saying all these. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely okay. not on all those. Um, <laughs> okay, so we've got, given you a variety pack. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. Try them all. Naturist. I can't even imagine yeah, being I, on the apps. Being on the apps. It's tumbling. <laughs> so when we were talking about this episode, we were kind of trying to figure out like what. What people are really, what do we want to share when it comes to relationships? And I think they're watching that show Ultimatum made me realize how a lot of, I mean, it seems, of course, the end goal for a lot of people is like, let's get married. But it seems like in your early 20s, you're kind of dating with that mentality. And I think that I was too, or even like in college, I'm like looking for my future husband, which is in retrospect, ridiculous for me personally, because sometimes you just need to have the experience of like, Mm. you know, getting familiar with yourself, seeing how you are in different relationships, what you're actually looking for and not putting so much pressure on anybody who you're, you know, having meals with. Mm. (laughs) Not having meals. That's exactly (laughs) what it is. Like, could he be the one? Be, mm. well, dang. Yeah. I mean, I that's really the vibes. But you go out to eat and you're like, can I marry this man? You all just sit down. Day right. One it's a lot it. of pressure. And so I think <laughs> I've definitely had like a reframe as time has progressed with relationships because I was in a relationship for a while. And when we first started dating and I was thinking about my early 20s timeline. And I'm like, I got to be married by 25. That seemed like the hot age to get married. It seemed very practical, made plenty of sense to me, my 22-year-old brain. And as 25 came and went and went again and continued to go, I was like, wow, should I be married now? And the answer did not feel like yes. I think that it's good to take your time to make sure that you have the tools, the foundation that you need to feel comfortable to move into the next stage. And that's not on one set timeline, in my opinion. Some people are like, oh, no, I will 
you won't catch me dating anybody for longer than a year. I need my ring. And that's fine too. But I also don't think that you should feel any pressure from anyone other than yourself and what your sort of internal compass tells you. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I always joke about that I'm pressuring Rodney. (laughs) Hey, Rodney. (laughs) I always say that and I joke about it, but I think it's fun to do now because I know, because we talk so much about like our, where we are every like chapter of our relationship. So once we move to a different part of our relationship, we're like, okay, so what's the next thing? Like um, what's happening? And prior to this year, it was like, okay, well, I guess I should rewind. When me and Ronnie first started dating, it was very, very intentional. He was looking for somebody to marry. So it was a different scenario than when I was dating prior to him. I never like went into that relationship and the guy was like, I'm looking for my wife. It was just a good time. Vibes. Vibes, yeah. And nothing was wrong with it. It was like, oh, I'm trying to get to know you. I'm like, okay, cool. But it never ended with like, oh, I'm trying to get to know you to potentially be my girlfriend to one day be my wife. It was just like, I'm just getting to know you. And then you kind of stay in the get to know you phase for a while. You're like, uh, situationships. And so I moved on from that with him. I was like, I don't want to do these anymore. And so when I met, well, when we started dating, he was like, I'm trying to find a wife. And I was like, oh, okay. So the beginning of our relationship was very, we're going to be married soon. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, wow. Well, let me get myself together. Mm -hmm. And then when it didn't go that way, after like two years, I'm like, okay, I'm not engaged. We're not married. So what's happening? Then I think for Rodney, I'm speaking for him, that he realized that he was was moving too fast and needed to get to know me a little bit more. Even though his intentions were to still be married to me. It was like, okay, I need a little bit more time. So I was like, great. Okay. Maybe that's a year. Maybe that's two years. Who knows? But I now (laughs) biologically don't have this much time to be waiting for you for just the things that I want to do. So I'm like, okay, three years in now, what's our next step? Because I thought I would be engaged um, a year ago. And so he was like, don't worry, don't worry. We're moving on. We're in that path. And now that I know we're in the path, I always joke with him like, any day now, I'm keeping my nails done. My nails are ready. She's got a nice French manicure. Got a cute French <laughs> manicure. Every time, like, I'm just waiting to be proposed to. And everybody who knows us and, like, even his family, they're like, dang, she put pressure on you. And I'm like, y'all, it's, it's actually out of jokes. That's why Rodney doesn't take it serious because he knows that. I know that we're, in his words, in the queue. Um, (laughs) That's actually (laughs) hilarious. He always like, we're in the queue, don't worry. But whenever we're around people, I'm like, any day now, I said this year's our last, you know, like really going in on the pressure. Time's ticking, Rodney. I'm like, time's ticking. Um, If we're not together this year, bye. Like just being extra. But I, (laughs) (laughs) so they're like, dang, this girl is serious. And I'm like, I am serious, but I'm also joking. And he knows that, but also know we're in the queue. So. Yeah, if I'm not engaged by next year when this podcast comes out, I'm real embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, by season two, I'm like, wow, dang, I talked a lot of cash money, talked a lot of big talk. But no, for real. <laughs> well, yeah, I think you're able to joke like that because there's some obviously you guys have communicated, which I think a lot of I don't want to speak for people in their relationship, but I don't think a lot of people necessarily communicate whether it's something they want to do or something that they don't want to do or even timeline of when it's going to happen. I feel like sometimes, you know, obviously um, Ronnie being able to communicate like, hey, okay, this is what I thought, but actually mm, trying to figure it out. It's like, oh, okay. Because some people don't communicate that. You'll just yeah. be sitting there like, wait a minute. I thought that this was 
gonna happen or on the opposite side of you know i guess whoever your partner is it's just literally communication and i think that being able to joke like that is because we've communicated so it's just like we know what it is and we know what's going on and we know what's going to happen but if you don't know and then you're joking like that with other people it's probably like no, your partner's sitting there like <laughs> but, <laughs> but i do think it's important at the early stage of your relationship to at least make your intentions clear enough that mm-hmm. like i'm not dating for vibes and cute pictures on instagram like I'm trying to find somebody that I'm doing life with, but in like a less pressury sounding way. But I mean, truly, I I think I made my intentions really clear of like, I'm not going to be doing a very like all in relationship Mm. without like you at least knowing what my hopes are. And obviously, if things like change, we communicate and things can evolve. But I think like the communication of your intentions early on is good because then it allows them to either meet you and say like, oh, these requirements are a little too hot for me. I'm not ready for that. And you can see your way out the door or you can say, okay, I may not be there yet, but this is also what my hopes are for the future. So now moving forward, we're like going to see if we can actually do this, if this is somebody who I can, can go that way with. So dating with a little more intention, but maybe not pressure. I yeah. guess it's just I, making sure you're on the same page in like each kind of season. That you're yeah. In. And that's really what, like what you said, communication and knowing, okay, what stage are we in? Because mm-hmm. if you're pressuring someone, clearly that's something they don't want to do. Right. And then it kind of makes it awkward throughout the whole season of pressure. And they're like, okay, and why? And that's are... a big thing to pressure. Like you're going to spend your life with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. a but like pressing. when men, you know, it's the everybody always says it when men say how they feel about any scenario, especially in a relationship. Like, oh, I don't know, this is what I'm feeling. Believe, believe them. it and take it for what it is. Not, oh, right. he's just saying that he really, really thinks that we're gonna be here in yeah. a few months. He's really gonna change he just his mind. Needs a little more he time. Just needs time, a little no. push. No, he does not. Mm. <laughs> leave. Yeah, like, run. <laughs> every time I look back at relationships, I'm like, dang, he really did say no. We're just we're here, and this is where I want to be. And I'm like. This is going to be what I think it's going to be. And really cute with it and trying to make it something else. And I'm like, girl, but you just want to be in that. Like, I know it's very naive to say, I'm like, oh, I really like this. But you kind of take what they're giving you and making it. Yeah, stretching it a little bit. (laughs) But that was actually one. I have always been very, like, distant in discussing relationships with my dad because I – being African, like you, and maybe not everybody is like this, but you really only want to introduce your dad to one guy. And the advice that he gave me without like wanting to talk about relationships with me either was just where you meet a man, let him be there and don't try to change him. Like never try to change a man. Where you find him is where he's at and just believe it. Don't try to look at the potential a little like too hard. Don't don't do it. <laughs> and that was really good advice and I think from that because I knew that he really meant it, I started to actually listen to what I was hearing from people where it's just like I'm not really sure what I'm looking for. I'm just kind of, you know, trying to see no. <laughs> it's a no for me. It's <laughs> it's literally straight up I think people get lost in the potential. Yeah. Potential it's, is very it's, it's dangerous. Uh, yeah. But it's deceptive because potential is a future projection. It's not reality. Yeah. 
Right. And I feel like a lot of people, women, we have a tendency to like, oh, I can I can bring out that I can bring thing. Out I can bring out the best. best in him. And it's just like, mm, if it was going to be brought out, it probably would have kind of already been brought out. You can always enhance somebody, I do yeah. believe, like as a partner. Sure. It's like, oh, okay, you're kind of bringing out these qualities that already sort of exist. But if they don't exist, you can't just whip them up from thin air and then hope that somehow your man is going to be like, that person that you envision. And I think that just in general, people get caught up in the potential of somebody. And so they get, I was going to say get married to the potential, but they get married to the potential. Yeah, they do. It's just like, oh, this is who you can be. Okay, but it's not really who you are at this moment. And so you kind of spend your time thinking like, okay, they're going to get there someday. They're going to get there someday. Yeah. And that's not to say like, you can't go through the different seasons of like, say, if your partner is in med school, like eventually they will oh, yeah. be a doctor, a, mm-hmm. but you can see that their work ethic is there. They're showing up to class. They're taking their exams. They're passing. They're advancing. Like all of those things are still actively showing you who they are. But if it's like, I feel like one day he, he'll work harder than this, that don't do that. Because <laughs> then you're going to be really disappointed when they never reach that potential that you expect have put on them yeah and that could also be a lot of expectation on the person too i mean what if what if they don't want to <laughs> i mean whether it's like career or just like you know personal attributes what if that's not what they're trying to be do and so all of a sudden you're like oh well i see that you can be you know president and it's just like but what if i don't want to do that <laughs> and now you know there's some weird pressure there because now the person feels like you've you know, put this kind of unnecessary pressure on them. But yeah, all that to say, I think looking at potential is dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Believe what people tell you and show you. Definitely the show. show. Definitely <laughs> the show. Definitely the show. Believe but also the show. words can definitely be indicators too, where it's like it can at least voice the intentions. And then if there's follow through, that's just like mm. another added thing where it's like, okay, you're confirming that, you know, this is on track. And I can, you know, establish more trust in what you say. I like that. Yeah. So let's talk about ultimatums and how we feel about them. Because I think that, I think that when you're making those kind of like married to potential, that is Mm. kind of where ultimatums come from. Mm. Because if you are honest up front and just have open communication, it's not really something that you need to do. It's more of like you can do pulse check, but it's not going to feel like it's coming out of left field. Like, hey, just want to see where you're at. <laughs> or right. you just have the knowing that they're going to do it. Like they'll, they will pull up and they know that you need them to pull up. Mm. Yeah, because some people feel like. Oh, once you pull up, I feel a bit more validated in my relationship. And maybe something that I was holding back, I can finally release now that you pulled up. But like, as your partner, they should know that about you. Like, you shouldn't be like, okay, I'm just waiting for you to pull up so I can now finally be fully who I am. And your man's like, oh, I didn't know that you were waiting for that. Mm, You know, again, that comes with communication because some women are like, I'm just not going to move in, for example. They're like, I'm not moving in until I get engaged. And then he's like, oh, I didn't know that was the next level for you to move in. I thought you just weren't going to move in until maybe we're down the aisle, which people do. Mm. They wait, you know, but some girls are like, no, I just need to that security of the ring to now feel like, okay, we can move in. We can now try out 
moving in, living together, but we're engaged now. Like, you know, some people just need I think everybody things. has their own like threshold for mm-hmm. what that is. Like, you know, I and everybody has their own path with it, but I do think that it's good to have an understanding with yourself first. Like, what are those things that I'm not willing to compromise until this happens? And so it doesn't ever really feel like it's an ultimatum. It's just like, this is the boundary that I've set here where like, if we're not married or if we're not engaged, this one thing or set of things is just not going to happen for us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I think is fair. Like having your own Personal boundaries. boundaries. Yeah. We love a good boundary on this podcast. <laughs> Having your own boundaries. You haven't listened to that episode. Go oh, back, yeah. Go back. <laughs> <laughs> go check that out. Yeah. Having that to say, okay, this is how I move. So not necessarily saying I'm going to give you an ultimatum, but it's kind of technically one still technically. It's like a pre-ultimatum. It is. It is. <laughs> it's like, oh, I know I'm not going to be able to get to this next step with her unless I'm like fully committed in this way. But then, which but is good. I think that that kind of... Like, sometimes I'm like, yes, but then mm, the skeptic in me is like, is he now only doing, is he now only doing that? Because it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to get this next thing, which can be a lot of things. But if it's like, oh, okay, I won't move in with you. We'll use that as the example. I won't move in with you until you until we get engaged. Then it's like, okay, fine. Let's get engaged. <laughs> well, and, I don't know. think that that's how a lot of, and I know that, you know, everybody's different and I think we, we can only like in, like from experience speak to like a heteronormative relationship, but everybody has their own like different backgrounds and things to consider and things like that. But just in a, you know, that type of relationship, I think that with the male being the one like making the decision and proposing, I don't think that he is going to make the decision to like engage and like say, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you just so we can live together. Like, I think that he, it will make him think a lot more and make the consideration where like, Mm -hmm. Oh, do I actually want to marry her? Because yeah, I just think it, it adds like another layer of consideration for them. I don't know. What do you think? I agree. I don't, I've never I don't ex- think that they're going to do it just to live with you because it's well, not just to live with you, or just but, to get like the benefits of living with you, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel it can go both ways. I've never experienced anybody like that. Mm-hmm. I think that everybody, any guy I know, not even dated, just been friends with, doesn't move like that. But I do feel like there are men out there who do, oh. and say if the thing is not just moving in, say if it's, for example, the woman is a virgin. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm waiting for maybe us to be engaged to finally get there. Not married, maybe to be engaged, you know? And then the man is like, okay, well, I'm pulling up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think that that's too far-stretched because there's some men that are... So that does speed up a lot of you people's I mean? marriage process. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, let's hurry up and do this thing now because this is a thing that she's requiring to happen. And then they don't feel a way about getting divorced, knowing good and well that's like another process, but people don't know how difficult it is to get divorced because they see how easy it is to get married. So ah, I think that right. some men do that. But I think it's less common now. I think it is too, because now I feel like men are Lord, I am not bashing men. I love I love my men. But um <laughs> but as the collective of <laughs> collective of men. 
are a little, if a woman said, listen, this is what I need to move to this next step. They're like, I'm not doing this. Girl, I don't need to be with you that bad. I'd rather mm-hmm. have multiple women and they're not even going to take the extra, the next step. Right. Mm-hmm. And if they really do want to be with you, then the next step they're considering. Because one, they have to buy the ring. That's money. Yeah. Men- it's an investment. <laughs> and true. I think that it's like, and also knowing your woman, like you're not going, you're not going to go grab a Cracker Jack ring from Walmart. You, this is an investment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so no. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so many scenarios. I'm thinking of a lot, but yeah. Because some people don't actually do the ring yet because they're not in that. Like, I've seen couples that like, oh, we didn't get a ring because that just wasn't in the budget. Or the man was like, you know, I didn't have it right now. The woman was okay with that, which is fine. And so to them, it doesn't look like necessarily an investment because they just are now saying that they're engaged or they maybe got married and then waited to do the ring thing. But like, so that's not a big thing. It's like, okay, I can pull up on her today. She's not expecting Mm. a ring yet, you know? Mm -hmm. So just... She's like, she just wants to hear the fact that now I'm calling her my fiance and we're planning to get married. So I think there's a lot of layers to that, but that's a good point. I think that does also come back to your expectations just being clear. Yeah. Everything <laughs> oh, comes right. back to that. Yeah. Right. Like, cause I, guys have communicated I'm going to need you know, the, I need the engagement item. with the, the diamonds. The <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Love not, is cute. Not sorry. <laughs> but I need the ring. <laughs> I mean, I guess that could also say like, I mean, if somebody's willing to invest that kind of however much they have to invest, you know, obviously these rings vary. I think that shows commitment physically. Because um, they don't really get anything out of that exchange except for knowing that they've got that understanding with you that like we're doing this, like we're spending, mm-hmm. but they don't get to wear the ring. Mm-hmm. If anything, maybe they get validated by people complimenting the ring and they're like, yeah, I did, mm, I did it. I, I purchased that and designed right. that or whatever it is. But that's all they get. So yeah. it really is an investment for you and your future. At least that is how, you know, the symbolism that a lot of people see from it. A lot of other, you know, there's people who don't really like the ring symbolism. I've also heard other people who are maybe in a different stage in life where they're like, don't give me a diamond, buy me property. Hey, I mean, that, that sure is an investment. Well, that's an investment on, <laughs> right. on somebody. I wow. don't remember whose podcast I heard that, but I was like, I'm not mad at you for that. No, yeah, that's, that's wow. a real, I mean, not that the like, ring is an investment, but that's an investment. I mean, that's an investment. Somebody's like, here, here's this house. Like, wow. Okay. God bless. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think ultimatums, again, I think if you and your partner have communicated stuff, you know, timelines or even just like, like you said, you've had in the beginning kind of check-in points. I don't think ultimatums per se are bad, but I think that's mainly based on the fact that you guys have communicated. It's like if we've already kind of said like, oh, okay, in this sort of time frame, this would happen. And then it's just like, it doesn't. And there's no communication as to why it didn't happen or et cetera. Then, okay, it's like, a okay, well, what's, at least for me, I will say, let me use myself as the example. Like if there was a, you know, if we had communicated and then that it never came up again or it didn't happen at, in this specific time frame, I would probably be like, so what's happening not in terms of like i'm so ready to get married but in terms of like bro this is what you said (laughs) right for me it's more so like the and this is just how i am in general with anybody in my life like if you tell me something i'm gonna take your word for it and then if you decide to just somehow go awry with that i'm gonna follow up with you like hey i thought that this was what we were trying to do whether you're my man whether you're my friend it's just like what's what's going on and so yeah the man is not really exempt from that 
in this scenario. So that's for me personally, it's just like, I like to just be in the know. Like, sure, you know, engagements are always a beautiful surprise when they happen, for the most part. But it's good to be in the know, just to know, like, hey, what's going on? And also for each party involved, because perhaps what I've learned to realize is, like, although me personally, I'm like, you know, I wouldn't be like, if you don't do this right now, well, let me know never say never. (laughs) (laughs) But back when I was 20-something, you know, I think I was in that boat of, like, if if you don't, if somebody were to pull up on me and I was like, if you don't pull up on me by... 25, then yep. it's done. Looking back, I'm like, ah, eh, that seems a little extra, especially at that age. But hey, whatever floats your boat, you know, everybody is different. But I can say now being 30 plus 31, <laughs> I'm like, I can understand. I can not, not understand. I can respect that. That's how people choose to do stuff with their own personal relationship. Would I personally? Probably not. Would I probably advise, like, maybe, you know, take some time to yourself? <laughs> Absolutely. But if somebody's like, at 25, I want to be married, it's like, who am I to be like, no, girl, you need so much life to live. Even though that's how I personally feel. It's just like, maybe these people don't feel that way. I remember my sister, she went to a Christian university, and it was literally ring by spring. Like, that was the oh yeah that's, the thing. That's how my school was. And lo and behold, people were ringing by springing. They were. And she was shocked, because that's not, even though we grew up in a very, like, you know, Christian household, we were never really told about ring by spring. Like that wasn't something that we were even privy to. It's a very cultural thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even now, I remember I was visiting my family in um, Canada and my aunt was like, you didn't meet anybody while you were in school? And I was like, girl, no. <laughs> Cle- clearly. No, I did not. No Because she was like, that's the time when you, you know, you're supposed to. And I'm like, Mm. I disagree. That's so interesting. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I see two ways about it. I know people who met their forever person. Mm, you know, I mean. Uh, I do too. Who, and they're, honestly, they're, they're good. I mean, at least to my eyes, I'm like, you guys seem like you're doing well in your marriage because they're all married now. So I'm like, wow, you guys are really married. And then there's people who I thought they met their forever person. And I was convinced. I was like, oh, yeah, this is back in college. I was like, you guys are definitely going to get married. And boom, they broke up. And now they're both with their respective partners married (laughs) with different people. So, you know, I think it can, again, I'm in a position now where I can look back and be like, you know what? Different strokes for different folks. Like, it works different ways. You know, I don't know how it's going to really work out for me. But all that to say, the ultimatum talk, I think will make a little more sense if there's already a laid foundation and communication aspect. Yeah. If you're just coming out of left field, like, we have never talked about this. And all of a sudden, you're like, where's my ring at? It's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> We've been together six months. When have we even discussed marriage? Which, you know. But I haven't watched that show. I was about to say that. I was like, if you... So on the show, if y'all watched the show, if you have not... It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix and it's wild. It was interesting because a lot of the people were under 30 and a lot of their ultimatums had to do with like, oh, I want kids by a certain time. And you said you didn't want kids. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. If the guy said he didn't want kids, but now you're pressuring him to marry you. So you can have kids. So you can now have kids. Like, I thought that was very interesting. And I'm like, I don't think he's going to change his mind now in this six week span or however (laughs) long he's on the show. And this comes back to like your expectations being clear from the beginning. Like if you know you want kids, kids, you need to have that conversation when things get serious or when they're on the way to getting serious yeah. because you want to make sure that you're on the same page with your partner because that's not a life decision. Like it's a life decision. So 
it's not one that you can like, oh, it's, you know, he can't might you compromise mind. on that? It's yeah. bringing a human life into the world. Yeah. And caring for them until you die. <laughs> like, hello, you're always a mom. You're always a dad. So I thought that was really interesting. And then some of the people who were like, oh, we've been together for almost two years now. Where's my ring? And oh, that's these, it? Oh, yeah. It was the... Nobody was over two years, and it was okay. interesting because everybody was really young. Yeah, and I would honestly say the average age was under twenty five. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was. I think most what? people were like twenty between twenty two and, and twenty. Yeah, it was very. That kind of threw me off guard. And all the women were pretty much twenty two, twenty four. I think one of the guys was almost reaching thirty, which he's probably like, "I'm just here for the ride." But <laughs> yeah, she wanted to do she, the show. <laughs> she wanted to do the show. Yeah, it was very interesting. But who came out? I think one couple came out together at the end, and that was the last couple I thought was going to come out together. Like they was, were originally together. They were originally together. Beginning. He, so I think this also says a lot. The male gave her the ultimatum, whereas the ones that didn't last, the woman gave the man the ultimatum. Oh, what and was he telling her? He wanted them. <laughs> he to wanted get to married? get married. He wanted to get married, and she wasn't ready to be married yet. So she uh, was a woman okay. saying, I'm not ready for that, which I respect. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I don't understand why you're not. So he gave her the ultimatum because he was ready to propose to her, but he didn't want to propose. And she said no, because I guess that happened before. So they Wait, went on there for that. Yeah. It happened before. It, it was, you had to watch it. It was a lot. And then the other couple, all of them were the girls, gave the guys the ultimatum, and they clearly were just not in those relationships. You can tell they just weren't in it. And so I think as a woman saying, hey, sir, male, these are all. Those kind of relationships. Hey, guy, I need you to pull up on me. And the man's like, eh, then you need to walk away mm. before you go on live TV and <laughs> national TV and have this moment. Because <laughs> no man is going to be like, you know what? Let me get on the show. This is going to change my mind. They all went left so fast. That's so interesting because I feel like that brings up a semi-broader conversation that we don't necessarily have to get into. But about, I guess, gender roles and I guess, innateness of, like, men and women and the pulling up conversation. Because, I mean, I know we've all seen women who choose to To pull up on their men, propose to their man. And this is obviously, again, like Amina mentioned earlier, heteronormative relationships. So this is very much a bubble. And if you're outside of that bubble, clearly you don't have this issue. (laughs) But I've seen, you know, I've seen that happen. And I have to admit, I always look at that very interestingly only because I do recognize that men innately do go after things when they really want something. And sometimes that's good and sometimes that's literally bad. Like we've seen both sides of it where it's just like, oh my, we've seen both sides of it, you know, where it can be literally criminal or, you know, for good. And so Whenever I see stuff like that, I'm like, this is very interesting to me. It's very interesting. But again, different strokes for different folks because, look it, that's a relationship. Y'all know what's going on and y'all are good. If y'all are good, don't <laughs> let me <laughs> don't let me tell you otherwise. But I know for We're me- We're allowed to have opinions. You know, I personally would not do it just because I'm like, I know, I would hope that as a my man, that you're willing to go after me. <laughs> this sounds so like, know, but you're willing but... to like chase me. It is what yeah, it in is. In this sense. You know, I-, I Personally, I prefer that for myself just because I've worked for everything else in my life. I'm like, this is the one area where I'm like, nah, I would rather I'm just not, sit here and you are yeah. trying to come to me. 
So when I see the opposite happen, I'm like, how does that work out? Because I think just nature of men, and I, I think it's just their nature to go after what they want. And that's the one little argument I agree with men. I'm like, yeah, y'all right. I see that. So when women are now choosing to be the, the, the predator in this sense, it's like, does that keep that person there? You don't have to do that. You know, does think. it does it keep? I mean, I, I haven't seen any follow up to any of this. Granted, I mean, these are stories that I see just across the internet, so I don't know how these people are doing. But it, it always opens my eyes to that. And okay, another thing. I know you know people <laughs> propose in different ways, but I do think there is symbolism in the getting down on one knee as a man. And I say that mainly because it's it's almost like a. Mm, like I think I'm, of it, you know, when like people kneel towards mm-hmm. like a queen or a whatever person in power in these monarchies and like the person is kind of knighting them situation where it's like you're kind of giving your respect like oh let me bow in every culture in Nigerian culture we bow to our elders like as a sign of respect so when I see a man doing that specifically on one knee I look at it like okay this is him being like I am taking a knee I'm Mm -hmm. bowing right now as a sign of respect asking for the honor right yeah so when a woman is doing I'm like girl stand up (laughs) same I think it throws me off it actually just looks wrong I'm like no you're not doing that down there to that man no you're not girl get up get up So again, so that is my opinion. I watch another show. Wow, I watch a lot of TV, but on Netflix. You used to be watching the TV. I do. I be on the couch board. Um, (laughs) It's on Netflix. This is so random. Side note, but I got into my reality TV bag during the pandemic. This used to not be my life. Oh, yeah, you do say that. Yeah, but I'm in it now. Um, You are. I'm committed. (laughs) Empire, Bling, Bling Empire, something like that. That show, it's actually chaotic. I watched the second season, so if you watch that. You know what I'm talking about. The woman proposed to her man and it was so forced. And all her friends on the show were like, girl, what are you doing? Like nobody was excited. It was very weird because he they have kids together. I think they have two kids together mm-hmm. and they live together. Like they do all the things and they're just not, he was just not trying to marry her. And it's clear, like even the way he talks, clearly, I don't know the ins and outs of the relationship, just what I see in the editing from Netflix. But it just was giving the man is not trying to be married to this lady. And she proposed to him. What did, did he, he say? say? Yes. He said yes, but it was still like... Oh, he said yes. Yeah, it was so weird. Like, even the friends were like, why did she do that? How did he say yes? He, shocked. I think he said yes like, out yeah. of being like... Sure. Yeah, I think he kind of said, yeah, it was more so. around, so, uh, okay. And everybody, it was at a party. It was in front of a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was very, I never cringed so hard at a moment like that. Like, I, you know, on the internet when you see it, I'm like, oh, okay. But that moment I was like, oh, wow. Girl, and she's so like sweet and just why did you do that? But I stuff don't know. like that actually, it makes me a little sad because I'm was like, sad. girl, first of all, number one, stand up. Okay. Stand up physically and emotionally. Yeah. Mentally. Because I'm like, it felt desperate to if me. If someone isn't wanting to do that and that's something that you super desire, and then now I'm having to take the mantle, it doesn't make me feel like it's something that I want with you anymore. I'm yeah. just like, damn. And I felt like that watching that. I was like, oh, I don't feel like. You really want this now. I think you want it so much because y'all have the family and you want it for the image. And he was just like, why do we need to be married? We already have mm-hmm. everything where she's like, no, I want, you know, everybody asks me why we're not married. Why don't I have a ring? So she kind of just wanted it. To do he, it. Just to do it and not 
for the sake of their love and like their relationship. And it, it felt like that. But I was like, wow, this is not it. Like nobody was excited. That's interesting. Because that also reminded me of this thing I saw on TikTok called the sunken cost fallacy, something like that, where it's like you've invested so much time and energy into something or a person. And so at a point you're just willing to do whatever in order to keep it because it's like I've already given so much of my energy and time so I guess in the scenarios like you have kids with this person which is energy and time and so it's probably like oh okay you know I've already given so much of myself it's like I need this to happen because I've given so much of myself already which is seems so defeatist yeah it is because I think it is because it's like I think that you should no matter where you are, and I know it's way easier said than done, be an active decision maker in your life. And you can obviously determine what the the roles are in your own relationship. Right. But I think the reason why so many and like, yes, tradition, but why it has maintained even as we've shifted away from like traditional practices, why it usually is the man asking the woman is because women are like the ultimate decision makers. Like we choose, we're the ones who house, you know, if you do decide to have children, we, I hate. We have more power. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have more power than what has been presented to us, which is, you know, maybe why so many people want to control Mm -hmm. what we're up to, but (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But because of that, like stand in your power and know what you want and you don't have to chase after anybody. My feeling is that you you can attract what you want and you don't have to settle. There is no sunken cost because if you're alive, you're doing your thing, like you you still have the ability to choose what you what you want to do, how you want to spend your life, who you want to spend it with and how you want to be treated. And you don't have to get on your knee to, <laughs> to you get your life that. partner. Let him come on over. Like I just think of like you on your knee and the man is looking down on you. Yeah, I don't is. know. I'm like, you're not doing that to me. You're, I'm not about to be looking up like, <laughs> please. Just, and you're just like. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, thanks. Of course, I don't know. That's just, I don't like that. <laughs> get up. Get Stand up. Um, <laughs> Stand up. <laughs> but yeah. Wow. I'm like really thinking about that. Like the visual. I want y'all to go watch that. Just fast forward. You Google it on yeah, YouTube. Maybe I'll, yeah. Find it on see. YouTube just to see how it looked. It kind of threw me off. I was like, she really did that. And I think, and everybody was so shocked because they were all like, why did she do that? Like all the women on the show right. were like, what, girl? But I guess it also comes back down to communication. Like maybe you and your man have communicated like, hey, either one of us. Mm. No, it, no, <laughs> no. And then, and no. I mean, like culturally too, obviously this, if you watch the show and know anything about the show, uh, it's, right. it's Asian based. So, oh, yeah, this is that. that show, Bling okay. Empire, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Crazy Rich Asians style. And it's just interesting. So all these women are really wealthy Asian the women. Like culturally, it's like, and culturally, girl, like what, are what are you doing? doing? Yeah. And so they kind of mm-hmm. were all shocked and- that's really surprising. Yeah. It's surprised. I, I was confused. Yeah, the man I mean, was like, what? Like, he especially was Especially in a group of people. That's like, oh, boy. Right. Yeah. In an African family, can you imagine? No. I feel Literally, like they were I feel like my them. aunt would grab me and <laughs> yeah. be like, girl. No one would let it be a thought that crossed your mind. Yeah. Grab you in before you even, when you're starting to squat. <laughs> it's like, you're, it's like, you're going down like, what are you doing? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's never been a, it's never been a thought. 
So I'm like, oh, this is, but I think it's that desire when you really want something, I guess, really, really bad. But sometimes I think like, you know, when you really want something and then it's not really happening with said person, it's just like, mm. again, this doesn't cause policy. It's like, you, sometimes you just have to be like, you know what? I think that you know, we just have sure. to let it. And, Cut you know, house. I will Go. make a suggestion that if there is something that you really want that's not happening for you, writing out why you want that thing and why you think it needs to happen within this timeline or with this person. Um, if you do have the ability to go to therapy, like I think that's a really good thing to be able to talk through and find, you know, is this coming from culture? Is this coming from society? Is this coming from maybe an inaccurate like understanding or you know, reality that might've been projected on you when you're growing up of what your life timeline needs to be, because you don't have to, you don't have to, <laughs> I think that's the the sentence. Yeah. It's definitely a combination of all of the above for a lot of people. I genuinely believe like wanting to, not everybody, let me not say that, but I think this like, oh, this, like I need to be married. I think marriage is a beautiful thing. So do not get me wrong at all. I think it's a beautiful union and you know, should be respected in all forms. A lot of it is societal pressure and, you know, and probably what people, what you think people are thinking about you and your relationship, which is like, dang. I honestly think like if social media wasn't as social media as it is today, I don't feel like a lot of people would either be married <laughs> I agree. or, you know, feel the pressure to be, there's still family pressure. I completely understand that, but I definitely think that social media plays a large role in not only getting married, but how people are getting married, how people are being proposed to, what kind of weddings people have, what kind of marriages people feel like they need to have. And again, I mentioned earlier, it's just, you know, there are certain things where I know for myself, I'm like, this is how I would probably want to do things, but I can also respect that that is just my personal feeling about this is how I want to do things. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you too have to operate this way. And it's taken me a long time to get to that point because I used to think like, no, this house should be. Like, this is just how it is. And so realizing like not everybody operates in that form is totally okay and recognizing recognizing that. But I've also seen, you know, on TikTok people, mainly women, who have broke off their engagement. And I, I'm yeah. always like, I respect it. I respect it. I'm, I'm, I respect it because I'm like, you decided that no. After probably being like, this is something that I want and then realizing like, this is actually not going to work out. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's so powerful. <laughs> I love when women break up with men. <laughs> you go. <laughs> because again, it's like being an active player in your own life, you yeah. know, and just knowing that like if something is not right for you, you know, it's mm. not the end. Yeah. It's not the end. I think that's how I see it too. I'm like, wow, you guys are choosing yourself, which is, Beautiful. you know, I'm always a proponent for it. even in that stage where it's just like, wow, we've been planning and now we're just not. And it's like you imagine your life with this person. Yeah. So now you took one moment, you're just like, oh my God, no. That's because <laughs> some people will continue and just mm -hmm. be like, you have a moment where you're just like, oh shoot, I don't think. But then you're like, oh, well, he already proposed. This has already happened. And people go through with it because they're just like, well, it already happened. So I might as well just go through with it. And then they look back and they're like, I should have just cut my losses. Because, like you said, in the beginning, you said, divorce is not <laughs> divorce. Divorce is not easy, bro. Mm -mm. And it's, it's not easy. And as a child of divorce. Yeah, I was going to say, a child of same. people who yeah. are divorced. It's as a child of divorce, it, I, I do think that it has given a lot of us a different perception and like way of wanting to go about 
marriage and how we're entering into it, which is why I felt as time progressed, like I did start to evaluate why did I want this so quickly? And I became more focused and invested on making sure that we have a relationship that is built to last and Mm -hmm. like working on foundational things more so than like trying to impress people with the age that we Mm -hmm. accomplish X, you know, expectations on. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that that shift made a big difference because you stop beating yourself up for where you are and appreciating what you have and making sure that that is in alignment with you and where you're at. Like that's the most important thing because nobody else is living your life, but you. So make sure it's a a happy one. I feel like that's That's a good, good. that's a good way to, that is a good note to end on. Mm -hmm. Make sure what you say? No, nobody's living your life, but you. Yeah. Yeah. You're the one that's in the marriage, in your life and everything, but in everything in your relationship. So the decision is yours. You know, what's best for you. And likely you and your partner know what's best for both of y'all too. So whatever that may look like. Yeah. And everybody's relationship is different. And right. there's no Definitely blueprint. don't go to Instagram to compare and see oh, what no. other people are up to. Do what feels good in your soul, in your bones. Like listen to all the gut things because that's really what's going to tell you mm-hmm. what's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Mm. Because you know when it's wrong. You do know. You do know. Yeah, follow your gut. Your gut. Yeah. We'll never steer you wrong. We'll never steer you wrong. Oh, well, I love that. Yeah. I feel like I could talk about. Yeah, this is obviously a a conversation that can go on and on. But I do like the the ultimatum of it all because I think that it really just reminds us that like when you communicate and when you're clear about what your intentions are and you know your boundaries you don't have to make them you sure don't amen to that Mm. Mm -hmm. all right all right y'all well we have one more episode left of season one so make sure to tune in next week i can't believe that we are already here but this has been it's been fun and we got some juicy topics on the way so uh, make sure to check us out on instagram at say so collective say so underscore collective yes (laughs) (laughs) don't know our own handle And yeah, let us know if there's any other topics that you want us to touch on. And we will talk to you in the next one. Bye. Bye.